Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And this is day three, part three of how to go to from chaos to calm. And we love the feedback that you guys have been giving us on the past couple shows. It is kind of funny how uh, some of you are really gravitating towards all the miscellaneous rambling we've been doing out of, frankly, pure excitement and enthusiasm about AI. In addition to the pro- or the content, which was originally designed to help you guys uh, to obviously have more control of your mindset. That way you have more control of your output. So it's kind of fascinating how some of you are taking the information about AI and realizing what we feel is true, that AI is actually going to make it so your lives are going to be much calmer because a lot of the things that occupy your, you know, the, your bucket of worry, basically, mm-hmm. your wall of worry, all of those things are going to be really mitigated in a very short while. And it's incredibly exciting. And if anyone, anywhere, anyhow, is making you feel anything other than exuberant to be alive right now, then you need to prune that person from your life. Because the reality of it is the best time to be on planet Earth as a human. Those days are still ahead of us. So congratulations. You're alive at the right time now. It's important that you take the right actions. There you go. Well put. So this is day three, part three, and point number nine, what to keep and what to let go of when you're getting back into control how to turn your stress into success. So point number nine, set a deadline for when you'll return to your, quote, normal schedule. Now, some of you consider your normal schedule to be full of chaos, so that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a dollar productive normal schedule like we teach you in the treasure map. We'll talk about that more in a second. So, of course, again, this assumes you have a normal schedule. Refer to that real estate treasure map and or your Harris Rules book for your ideal schedule examples. Don't make your slammed schedule a new way of life. The dust will settle and you'll get back into control. But be clear with yourself when this will happen. Give yourself a deadline to end the chaos. So it's worth kind of a little psych- little Dr. Phil moment for all of you guys. If you choose, focus on that word choose, choice, right? If you choose to have a day and a life full of chaos with no resemblance of any sort of consistency, and, you know, basically that's how most people live, frankly, um, especially when they're self-employed, which usually results in them being self-unemployed. But here's the question I have for you. When you're choosing chaos, when you're choosing a lack of schedule, when you're going from idea to idea, when you're choosing to basically do things that in your heart of hearts you know are a waste of time, you got to ask yourself why. What is it that you're really trying to avoid? And I got news for you. It's not really that deep-rooted in psychology and you don't have to worry about reading a billion mindset books or going walking on anybody's coals. Here's really what you're trying to avoid. And I'm sorry if this is a little bit too pointed, poignant, point, what's the word? Point, point, pointed. <laughs> Poignant. There you go. <laughs> Had to pull it out of the brain. You're just being lazy. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the truth. You're just being lazy. You're, you don't want to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Use, you know, again, I'm not going to drill down on this too much. I don't want to offend any of you. What I'm sincerely trying to do by being overly direct is help some of you who are ready to be helped. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to yesterday's podcast. We're looking for the people who have their hands in the air. They're ready to get in our boat that we can actually save. But if you, you know, if you look at any kind of um, action that you're taking in your life, 
If you're looking at maybe, for example, you're having cash flow problems. If you're looking at, uh, you know, you have weight problems, you have marital problems, you have relationship problems, you have all kinds of little strange problems. In other words, you have chaos in your life. It's because you just haven't put in the work yet. You haven't actually decided to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. Every single thing in life requires some level, in some cases, a lot of sacrifice. And that is that goes from, guys, the physical aspects, learning money, learning to earn and save money, but also relationship-wise. You know, I, I'll tell you, if those Julie and I were married for a long time before we had a kid, those of you who have a lot of children, you know what I'm going to say right now. Kids require a massive amount of sacrifice, a massive amount of time, and they do bring with them a massive amount of chaos. But some of you are addicted to the chaos. Some of you are addicted to the lack of order. You love the disorder. It's a lifestyle. Because you can hide from doing the real work. Mm -hmm. You can hide from actually picking up the phone. You can hide from learning how to pre-qualify. You have something external to blame for your lack of continuity in your life. You can blame being overweight on the fact that you don't have time to go to the gym because of your kids, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different built-in, normalized, fully acceptable by everyone excuses for you to be, you know, 10% of what, what you could otherwise be. It's the reason fast food exists, exists at all. It's the reason that most, like, exactly. But it's also the reason a lot of people believe marketing Mm-hmm. is going to shortcut their way to success or branding is going to yep. shortcut their way to success or all these other types of things. Listen, folks, I promise you, and I don't like this any more than you want to hear it. I don't like saying it, but if you want ever increasing levels of success in your life, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So if you're living a life of chaos, here's the real reason why is because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing you're, you're avoiding the real work of life, basically. In addition to that, you're keeping your life ca- uh, chaotic. Uh, chaotic, thank you. I need to have more caffeine. So that you have an excuse to basically avoid the real work of life. That's right. And, you know, our next point is absolutely related to that. We're talking about things to get rid of and things to never get rid of when you're feeling that way. So point number 10, furiously fast lead follow-up can never, ever stop. And let me finish this point because I know you have another take on the follow-up thing. But furiously fast lead follow-up can never, ever stop. Why? Because the worst thing you can do is have somebody call you with a real estate question that you could solve, but they hear that your voicemail is full. The second worst thing is that they leave you a message or a text or an email and they don't hear back from you for days or weeks or ever. So don't complain about feast and famine in real estate if you're not furiously fast on all forms of lead follow-up. Answering your phone in the first place goes hand in hand with this rule because it eliminates a lot of the voicemail checking, the text checking. Half of those calls can be handled on the spot. Your point of set the appointment on the spot if you can but if you're on a listing appointment right now and somebody leaves you a message, I would love to see 123 Elm Street. And by the way, I'm pretty sure that's the house for me, but I have my house over here to sell, also a listing lead. And that maybe they can't even leave you that message because your voicemail is full or they leave it, but you don't get back to them for two days. Or you have a VA do the follow-up for you yes. or, 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 right? But to Julie's point, they're never necessarily going to tell you that I have houses to sell. I mean, she was just trying to I make being a dramatic. point. You're right. You're going to have to, but wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. You're going to actually have to know how to pre-qualify them. Ring, ring, hello. Hi, I'm calling, or you're calling them back. I'm calling about 123 Elm Street. That is an amazing house. Everybody's calling on that one. Let me check to see what the current status of that property is to see, make sure that's not in contract yet. Oh, by the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? What? Are you listening, listeners? And here's what, the sell- here's what that person's going to do. 
they're going to tell you one of two things. Well, you know, it's funny you should ask. I'm actually thinking about selling my house and we are going to put it for sale sometime next 60 or 90 days. Or, you know, I'm actually getting ready to put my house for sale. We need to sell it by the end of the year because we have a new construction home being built or whatever. Or they're going to say, well, I'm moving in from out of town and I'm a relocating buyer. I need to sell my house back in, you know, Massachusetts. And then that could be a, re a listing referral for you. You guys get it? So you need to take an organized approach to having conversations that are scripted. We want you to memorize our scripts and we want you to internalize our scripts and then we want you to personalize our scripts. But what do most of you do? You have no system. You have no scripts. You have no uh, consistent conversations with anybody and thus you have no consistent results. And then you fall prey to everyone telling you when you get a new lead, you're supposed to drip on them. No, guys, listen, nobody wants to be dripped on. What you want to have happen is you want to call all those folks back right away and you want to quickly ascertain what their level of motivation is using a pre-qualification script and then we'll explain to you basically what then to do with them. But the moral of the story is work only with the people that are swimming towards your boat. Reference yesterday's podcast. Yes, point number 11. Again, we're getting you out of stress and back into success. What do you lose when you're stressed and what do you keep? Well, your family. It's not okay. Don't lose them. It's okay it's not okay to neglect the most important people in your life. If you're like most people, you get busy, you get snippy, you get neglectful. Don't make your stress into their stress. I see Zoe does that to us when she comes home from school and she's hangry, right? I, she's not meaning to be nasty. She's just hangry. She's making her stress into our stress. So watch that. If you want your family to support you, show gratitude every day and explain to them what you're doing and how the family will benefit. For example, daddy's super busy with new transactions, but I'm going to have a lot more time in just a few days. Let's plan what to do this weekend, okay? Or you do your homework while I make a few calls and then we'll watch a movie together. So what Julie's saying is you want to bring your family in or your spouse or your partner in on what you're doing. Don't just be an island and don't just be some egotistical, narcissistic, the world centers around me type of person thinking that somehow magically all those people are going to be patient enough. Your family members are going to be patient enough to put up with your bad behavior. You, right. This is the, something we tell uh, people with little kids to do. You know, you're you're going to start a real estate career. You want to take your real estate career to the next level. You've decided that you're going to, you know, double, triple, quadruple your income in real estate so that you can pay for those college educations, or maybe you can take a trip to Europe, or you just want to have a nicer quality life. Don't just decide to do it in a bubble. Go and bring everybody into it. And this is a big challenge for those of you with kids, or frankly, if it you know it just works all the way around, do an old like Jerry Lewis telethon thermometer. Uh, those of you of a certain age will know who I'm talking about. But the idea is you're going to draw something that's of a cylindrical shape, a thermometer. I'm just now laughing at myself because how many of these guys even know what a know thermometer what is? Google it. Uh, ask ChatGPT. What is, who was Jerry Lewis and why did he use thermometers? <laughs> no, well, that's how he, so when, basically what it is, it's a cylindrical thing and at the top is the payoff. So the payoff is going to be, say, for example, an amazing trip to go, uh, going to Disney World or whatever it's going to be. And then what's going to happen is you're going to mark little milestones on this, uh, you know, take like five, eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper, tape them to your refrigerator or the wall, use painter's tape, and then mark on, uh, you know, little hashtags at where the milestones are. When, you know, for example, when daddy sells uh, Alyssa's first house or Alyssa's 10th house, then we're going to do this. And 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 then the big payoff is going to be the family trip to Disney World. If you want to know how you can have massive amounts of accountability in your life, <laughs> yes. involve your kids. 
They will hold your ass accountable constantly. And those of you who are using your kids as an excuse not to actually focus on your business, you're actually just make, using them as a crutch. I have seen so many people ruin their lives, and I mean that financially and their personal lives, because they constantly are looking for reasons not to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. Mm -hmm. I can't work on the weekends. That's my family time. I can't work after five o'clock. That's my family time. No, I said it's the market's fault. I volunteered fault. at the church. I volunteered yeah. for too many softball leagues, all these other types mm -hmm. of things. You're creating excuses. You're laying the groundwork. The foundation is being poured right now for you to fail. You have to understand that when you're running a business, especially a real estate business, you're going to have to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. Yes, Julie's point number 11. Don't just leave your family along the sidelines or people you love and care about. Do bring them in. Uh, attach them to the outcome so they then can see that you're actually progressing. So when you list that fifth house or you make 50,000 or 500,000, you get to on that cylindrical you know, visualization, color it in with a red marker and have your kids do it so they mm -hmm. can see the red marker. The cylindrical image is getting full of red marker and it's getting closer to the big payoff. You guys get it? That's how you do it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You involve kids, especially like probably between about five or six years old up into teenagers, and there's a big payoff at the end. And you are very specific. Remember when in coaching, we're always teaching you have very specific uh, attainable goals, right? So let's say that you have to uh, take and sell 10 listings to get to the goal. And you figure out in order for you to do that, typically you're going to need to make maybe 30 to 40 contacts per week. And you're charting all of this and your kids are charting it with you. The first thing that they're going to say to you when they get off the school bus, when you pick them up at school, they're going to say, how many appointments did you set? And you know what? None of you are going to do it. You know why? Because you don't want the accountability because you want to keep your life in chaos. So you have an excuse to not ever do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. And you don't want your family knowing what you actually do during the day. Which is basically very little. Let's just be honest. You're not alone. That's a plague of most businesses right now. Mm -hmm. They have basically a bunch of zombie employees. Uh, what's that term that Elon Musk came up with? Surplus elites. Surplus elites, right. Well, listen, all of us have <laughs> surplus elites in our lives. People feel entitled to have jobs even though they're not making contributions. Don't be one of them. This is, again, this is one of those little fascinating sort of uh, conundrums that all of us face. Where should you be putting your time? I will remind you from day one of this three-part series, proactively generating, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. Those are your five core activities. And in between those five core activities, absolutely do lead follow-up. Those are the th six things that are going to get you paid in real estate. If you're confused about what you... Oh, hold on, Joe. No, 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 no. I have a coach who's telling me that I'm supposed to be doing five YouTube videos a day. How is that working out for you? No, no Tim, listen, you don't... Clearly, you're <laughs> too old or whatever, and you don't understand internet marketing. Internet marketing is just advertising like it's always been. There's no difference. Tim, listen... I, I'm going to lay it out for you. So, you know, you're obviously not very smart, so I'm going to explain this to you. This is Bob talking to me. So if you create enough videos, there's going to be so many videos that when anyone YouTubes, Googles, any of my keywords, they're going to come up with one of my videos that everywhere they look, they're going to be tripping over Bob. You want to know about the schools? There's a Bob video. You want to know about the best restaurants? There's a Bob video. You want to know about the road construction? There's a Bob video. Interest rates? Watch Bob. You guys get it? That's what you're being told. But here's the problem. With AI, 
there's going to be a billion bobs creating tr five trillion videos and all this other social media to the point where no one's going to give a crap. That's called oversaturation. It's already happening. And AI, it hasn't actually even started in earnest like it's going to. In the next 90 days, what we laid out for you yesterday as far as essentially AI taking over media syndication, it's going to complete, create soup to nuts for you, podcasts, videos, all the rest of it. For the sake of what you're trying to do in real estate, where it's all sort of ubiquitous anyway, it's all kind of the same, you're going to be able to largely hire AI to do it for you. If you want the AI to create an avatar of your face, your body, your voice, doing the exact thing that you otherwise would have done in front of a camera, you can. Why am I warning you about this? Because if you think that stuff's going to be what makes you unique, you are wrong. Are Julie and I worried about that? No, we're excited about it for ourselves. Why? Our unique, our content's unique. You, there's only one Tim and Julie. There are 15 billion agents in your marketplace that are selling the exact same product that you are. So the way you're going to differentiate yourself in the marketplace is not trying to become the only agent. It's going to become the agents with the listings. If Julie and I had the ability, for example, to know exactly which of you out there are ready to say, for example, join EXP Realty with us or to you know buy Premier Coaching, we would be able to just focus on those of you who have your hands in the air right now saying, yes, I want to become a coaching client. Yes, I want to join with you guys at EXP Realty. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You have that ability because in your marketplace right now, there are lists of sellers that want to sell their homes. You don't have to go looking for them through media and hoping that they catch your, you know, your social media post and want to react to it. You can actually just call them directly because these lists are free. You guys get it? That's the advantage you have right now. You don't believe me? Go to AI right now. Go to chat GPT-4 mm -hmm. and ask it how many expired withdrawn listings there have been in your uh, MLS since the beginning of the year. Ask them how many new construction homes have are uh, being built right now in your total geographic area. You're going to see opportunities everywhere. You don't have to market for it. You just have to call the people who already have their hands in their air and say, yes, I want to sell my house. The boats analogy. Listen to that from yesterday. The people that are swimming towards you have their hands in the air and say, yes, please save me and pull me up on your boat. Those are the ones you focus on. Hopefully you are finding this information refreshing because you're discovering that we are removing chaos in your life by giving you fewer things to focus on. And the greatest of all this is all the things we're asking you to do, you can do. You don't have to be a super nerd or some sort of big influencer to do it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to coaching calls where clients say there's no for sale by owners in the area. Oh, and we course. go to chat GBT together and get a nice little list of not only all of the for sale by owners in your geographic area, but also we could whittle it down if we wanted to, to how long they've been on the market for two weeks or longer. By the way, if you guys, and all of you should be ready to join EXP Realty, every single one of you, whether you're an experienced agent, a big agent, small team, new agent, does not matter. We want to have that conversation with you because it's the next natural step, not just in your careers, but your lives. And we've given you two paths to follow. Uh, if you're just getting ready to get started, you want to learn more information, just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to join EXP, you've met, been over to the, our website, you've watched the videos, you're ready to join, let's have the conversation. Text me directly on my actual cell phone number. And please do not ask if it's AI. When <laughs> I text you back, unless you're joking, I had some people trying to argue with me, thinking I was AI, just text me back. 512-758-0206. Do text me a little bit of bio information on yourself. How long
long you've been in real estate, you know, what all the different things about your market. Give me something to think about so that when we communicate, we'll be able to move the conversation down the field a lot faster. So text the letters EXP to 47372. If you're just getting ready to start, getting ready to get started learning about EXP, a vast majority of you should be getting ready to land the plane. And that is what texting me directly is all about. 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. And our last and final point on this part three of our three-part series, point number 12, stay committed to your coaching. If you're already one of our elite or premier coaching clients, show up to your Facebook Live daily semi-private coaching sessions and or your scheduled coaching time. Some of you are private clients. We are here to educate you, motivate you, and keep you in action, even or especially when you're feeling overwhelmed, slammed, super busy, or exhausted. Sometimes those are the best coaching calls or the sessions on Facebook. So stay connected, especially when you're being the swan. What's the swan? Gracefully gliding across the pond while you're furiously paddling below the surface. Exactly. So this has been a, hopefully a very motivational, see what, you, see what we did there? We give you, gave you guys a roadmap to remove chaos from your lives. And also, hopefully you're paying attention. We are telling you about all the things that we're excited about that hopefully you'll be excited about. Mm -hmm. it. So we accomplished our three goals. I think we did. We educated you. We motivated you. So those are the first two. Are you feeling motivated and educated? Hopefully you are. Now it's up for you to get into action. Yep. Guys, listen. On the other side of lazy is everything that you want. I promise you that's true. I know that Look, if, I, if being called lazy is insulting to you, I want you to ask yourself, I'll steel man it, right? Be honest with yourself. Where am I being lazy? I can, I'm being lazy in certain things for sure. Where are you being lazy? Just be honest. And you know what? Some of those things, that's fine. Who cares? Some of those things, forget about them. Some of those things, do a delegate or ditch it. You should just forget about it. Yeah, so maybe you're avoiding certain things because it doesn't matter. But what are the things that you're avoiding? Where are you being lazy where it does matter? That's what I want you to focus on because that's what's giving you the stress because those things are bouncing around in your brain and making you feel exhausted, making it so you don't get very much sleep at night, making it so you don't have meaningful conversations, making it so your life is not what it otherwise could be. You know what those things are. That's what we want you to stop avoiding and be optimistic. Be incredibly excited to be alive right now. Guys, the healthcare. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> I can't help myself. I know. I cause I'm excited as hell I about know. it. It is exciting. Okay, Elon Musk. And now, if you read the you know liberal headlines, and Julie and I are not being political, just stating a fact. They talked about how this rocket exploded and how it was a big egg on his face moment for Elon Musk. Wrong. Totally it was wrong. a forty-story rocket. Then the only goal that they had at SpaceX was getting the damn thing off the landing pad. Not did it only did it get off the landing pad, but it actually almost went up to orbit before basically something exploded. But here's the thing you don't understand. The goal was just to see if they could get it up in the air and they could. So here's what this thing is going to be. That is the vessel that is going to take us to Mars. Elon Musk had it in his mind to create this thing 20 years ago. These people have been working on that thing for 20 years. The greatest challenge for physics was getting it off the ground. And now they've done it. And now they've done it. And, so, and yet, what are the headlines? Oh, the rocket exploded. You're missing the damn point. But here's the thing that was yeah. really fascinating. I listened to, um, uh, I think it was actually All In, and mm -hmm. they were talking about the payload capacity of this damn yeah, thing. Yeah, I heard that. And what they're able to launch as far as, okay, there's two, thing, two big takeaways. Mm -hmm. Starlink satellites. If you're in the cable business and you're making money off selling connectivity, 
you're going to be out of business soon because this new – right now Elon can la- launch a – I forget what it's called, one of his rockets. And they can – if you've not ever seen this before, you guys should check it out. Go to YouTube, put in uh, Starlink, uh, and then start clicking around. The the vi- It's an actual video – as I assume it is, it could be AI, mm. of one of Elon's rockets in orbit releasing the Starlink satellites and how it all works. It's like it's, I don't, super cool. it's, it's like when you were a little kid and you'd start shaking a dandelion and all the little seeds would fly right. off. Yeah. It is so amazing. But here's the problem. The rockets that he's been using have limited capacity because they're very small compared to what this new big massive beast is. And so the amount of rockets that they can actually launch, satellites. the satellites they can launch from this new rocket... It was like, I think it was 650 at once. Yes, it was and massively then, more. Right. And then here's the other thing they said. The new uh, uh, Earthlink, I'm sorry, Starlink satellites, not just the ones that you have at your home, Julie and I have one here, but also the ones that are going to be in orbit are going to be much, much smaller. So you're going to have, you know, technology gets small, smaller as it evolves, right? So you're going to have vastly more uh, Starlink satellites that are going to be encompassing the Earth. And yet some of you are like, well, astronomers are mad because it's blocking their views. Why the hell are you focusing on that? Honestly. It just gives you more to look at is I mean, how I look at it. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. That's going to... No. Guys, listen. This is going to allow uh, free and open access to AI and to the internet in all the corners of the world to people that before were too impoverished to even have access to it. When there's a... Uh, immediate access to it, to everyone to be able to start educating themselves through all the amazing things that are on the internet. Now you add in AI. Can you imagine what the positive things are going to come as a result well, of that? More of the Renaissance, right? It's exactly what Julie and I theorized about two almost two and a half years ago. How about this? How many diseases out there haven't been solved for because there hasn't been enough financial obscure v- disease? We had someone work for us that we dearly love, Trevor Jones. And he died at 34 years old. One of the saddest things that certainly happened in our adult lives. You know, the guy was the heart, one of the, he was a major element in our business. Mm -hmm. He died suddenly. He had a very rare genetic disorder uh, that basically he was told just to live with. He didn't, you know, the doctor said, if you live to 40, you're going to have, you know, that's, you're breaking all, bending all the, the rules with regards to people with this disease. So he lived to 34. Had he been around for another 10 years, it is entirely possible that AI would have been able to essentially solve for whatever his genetic disorder was. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to think about how many things, like, so his disease in particular, because it was so rare, probably not a lot of pharmaceutical companies or money was going to trying to create some sort of cure to his ailment. But now AI doesn't give a crap about that. AI is going to be able to easily solve for all the things mm-hmm. that humans haven't been able to focus on because of the limitations to essentially the way society is set up, you know, financially and otherwise. Think of all the diseases that are going to be solved. Longevity, uh, quality of life, all the problems that people like, you know, Julie and I are now having to wear glasses. Well, I wonder if there's going to be a scientific evolution in, uh, you know, our, the health of our eyes and all kinds. You know, you guys get it? It's extraordinary. And for you not to be overwhelmingly optimistic right now means that you're choosing not to be overwhelmingly optimistic because you like the benefit you're getting from being pessimistic. Because why? When you're pessimistic, you are rationalizing that why the hell should I work hard today doing what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level if tomorrow's not going to be better than today. You guys get it? And that compounds. Julie, do you remember the thing you said yesterday about 
a plane being what was it six degrees off it, for every one degree off every 60 miles uh you you go off course so every one degree off you i forget exactly you end up being like 300 miles off course depending on how how long you're flying that plane at one degree just one degree off which most people would not even notice if they're one degree off would they right so the the point is you know pilots pay attention to their dashboard that was our dashboard analogy for the visual accountability. Are you paying attention to what is going on? You are flying your own plane. You're either on course or you're off course. And even if you're off by one degree, you can end up massively off course. Well, so if you're now tuning in to negative crap, oh, Elon Musk's rocket uh, blew up. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Starlink's going to block my view to Mars. You know, whatever. All these negative things. Oh, AI is going to make us all basically into dog food. All these types of things. If you're welcoming this crap into your mind, Ugh. you're actually choosing to be off course. You're out of alignment where where you could otherwise be, and you're going to lose days, weeks, months, years, decades, your entire life because something you're allowing in your mind now. You guys want to talk mindset? There it is. You want to talk control? There it is. Start being very, very careful who you listen to. No, no, no. Listen, this is Bob again, right? <laughs> Tim, you don't get it. I never have to make a call. I never have. I hate scripts. Scripts aren't me. I don't want to learn sales. I am not a sales. Oh, don't you dare, Tim, call me a salesman. I am not a salesman. I am a home specialist, connoisseur, uh, luxury advocate or whatever. Concierge. Concierge, yeah. exactly. Or whatever other words you want to throw in there. Um, oh, and I'm just going to create a bunch of videos. I just told you why Bob's going to obsolete himself because he's not willing to do what he doesn't want to do when he doesn't want to do it at the highest level. You guys get it? You know what? I'm not. I'm 10 pounds overweight. Big deal. You're not 10 pounds overweight. You're 50 pounds overweight. And you tell me what's going to happen five years from now. It's not just going to be 50 pounds. It's going to be 60 pounds. What does that actually do to your body? Why don't you go online and why don't you put in your height, your weight, your age, and why don't you see what it tells you your weight's supposed to be and know you're not big boned. Right. Okay. I mean, these are the types yeah. of conversations that if you're willing to have for yourself with yourself and yes, they hurt your feelings. They're brutal. Uh, this is, you know, a lot of what coaching is sometimes, but mm -hmm. it puts you back in direction where you want to be. Then all of a sudden things start to become easier. Well, because you're back on course. Exactly. All of a sudden you're not necessarily, the resistance and the chaos that you normalized in your life, it isn't there anymore. So like I was telling you guys yesterday about the person that, um, you know, I went on a six mile walk with. Eric, yes, I'm talking about you. And we, you know, had this long conversation. And at the end of it, what I told him to do is stack different things. So he's going to lose weight. He's going to lose 50 pounds. He also wants to sponsor a certain number of people at EXP Realty. He's going to do some other things. So he's going to do two or three things simultaneously. That way, he himself is going to put himself through an Eric renaissance. So after four months or six months, he himself, he's going to create a new version of himself. He's going to load in new software. No one's going to do it for you. You have to do it yourself. But be excited, guys. Be incredibly optimistic. Anytime you wake up and you're looking at the green side of the grass, <laughs> it's a great day. Please have that in your heart because a lot of the chaos, a lot of the mindset issues, a lot of your pessimism, it's all stemming and stewing around the same, you know, the same bucket of nasty, the same bucket of yuck. Pull yourself out of that and realize your best days are still in front of you. Look, we have a president now who's going to decide to rerun, uh, run for election again at 80. I mean, like him or don't like him, frankly, I find that kind of motivational. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, 
He, he clearly is thinking that the future is going to be better than the past. Yeah. And he's going to run for president again. He doesn't care that when he is, if his second year, his second term, if you were to win the election, that he's going to be in his mid eighties. For those of you who think you're too old, I kind of find that kind of cool. Yeah. I just do. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So the bet, and it is also fascinating when you look historically, when people accomplish the most significant things in their lives, it's not when they're kids. Because when you're young, you don't know what you don't know, and you arrogantly just push no forward, experience. thinking you haven't, you have no experience. But the older you get, you have the experience. You've lost a lot of the, you know, I think a lot of the ego that is associated with being young, and now you actually accomplish your best things. So if you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, and your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, or evidently your eighties, your best days are still ahead of you. Please do not for a millisecond give up on yourself and what you can accomplish in this life. You've already won. You're alive. Now do something with it. Make the most of it. Be incredibly thankful and grateful that we have each other in our lives. We feel that way about you. This podcast is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States because of you. You have allowed us to be in alignment with what our highest and truest purpose on this planet is. Please do give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you're listening to us over on YouTube, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, guys. Help us to continue on our path, and then you choose your own path and don't deviate. Success, getting rich, if you want to call it that, being financially free, is easier than you think. And if you're trying to make it too complicated, you got to ask yourself why. Why is it that you're attracted to the complicated? So you'll have an excuse not to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. If that's true for you, which it is, just say that to yourself. Have that honest conversation with yourself. And the other side of that, guess what you're going to feel leaving your life? Chaos, confusion, lack of direction. And you're going to start to feel alive again. And then you can load new software. So guys, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. You have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.